0: So let's welcome to this week's episode of the Big Show Fantasy Football League. This week, we are joined with league favorite Mr. Max Andrus himself and the myth, the man, the legend, Mr. Fournier returns. Welcome, boys. How are we doing on this fine Thursday evening? (laughs) Doing well.
1: Thanks for having me. Of course. Oh, We're doing real well. Real, real well. Excited for tonight's
0: show. Yeah. Before we get into things, I do want to give a shout out to Tim because last week we were talking about like, okay, Tim's 0-3. What is he gonna do if he goes 0-4? He's gonna kinda of have to call it in for the year. And he pulled out a big victory. He's one and three. And now it's the second quarter, beginning of the second quarter on his game, and he's already got 36 points from fields. And DJ Moore. So he might be on his way to a little bit of a comeback here. So kind of cool to see. Wanted to give him a shout out there. Um, Congrats, Tim. You might be two and three. <laughs> hey, <laughs> if he's two and three, he's in the mix. And that's all you need. No, that's true. That's true. That is all you need. Um, I was looking through the waiver wire on my in my guillotine league, which is just a crazy thing. I bet 50 bucks on Cooper Cup this week because he went to the waiver as so the guy got eliminated. And nobody else put in a bid for him. And that was a quarter of my budget that I wasted. But also, like, why did no one bet on Cooper Cup?
1: Yeah, that seems insane.
0: I, yeah. I don't get it. There's like 16 teams and nobody did it. Um, but anyway... <laughs> Outside of that, like outside of the players. Oh are, God. Outside of the players that are dropped for like a guy the team that gets eliminated, the waiver wire is atrocious. It's so disgusting. Like it's not even funny. Like, what's his name? Pop Douglas hasn't been rostered the entire year. That's all you need to know. Um, <laughs> so you're you're looking for like absolute, absolute diamonds in the rough and guys who just are actually nobodies so it got me to thinking like all right who's one random guy that could fall into the end zone and my man for this week is justice hill because everybody's on like the gus edwards train and oh beware of justice hill he's not getting many touches he's not on the field that much it's what the ravens do like Justice Hill is the most random guy guys for touchdowns and make people think that he's a waiver wire pickup. And then the next like six weeks, never even touched the ball more than three times. So um, he's my candidate this week for most random person to fall into the end zone. Fournier, who you got? Random person to fall into the end zone.
1: <clears throat> so Let hmm. me think about this for a second. It's going to be a Chiefs player. I'm going to say Noah Gray.
0: Noah Gray, yeah, Back up, end. Yeah, Noah Gray. I like that. Do you think anybody has the balls to put him in their lineup this week?
1: Maybe LeBar, but probably just LeBar.
0: <laughs> I mean, I'm asking the question to you right now because wouldn't it make sense? Put your money where your mouth is when you're projected for like a hundred points. Like, what do you what do you got to lose? Just put Noah Gray in your lineup, and <laughs> you might actually get like hundred and fifteen if he scores. <laughs> I
1: have more. I have more. Uh, I think it's more likely that Pitts or Kincaid scores than Noah Gray.
0: It is definitely but not more likely I, I that Pitts scores. <laughs> no one's gonna score less than Kyle Pitts this year. So time, <laughs> time for you to Except drop for
1: him. Dallas Goddard. Yeah.
0: No.
2: Labar's got a bit of a log jam too at tight end because he loves Laporta. And then he traded for Kittle and it looks like Kittle's just going to sit there. Um,
1: yeah. That trade was highly, highly sus. <laughs> <laughs> it's
2: all right. Um, yeah. So mine, I guess it's, I don't know, not, not that random. Cause he's having an okay year for a 33 year old running back, but I think Latavius Murray, I just, I just grabbed him, tossed in two, two fab okay. for him. Um, I guess Damian Harris, it's crazy. Like, was it two years ago that he had 15 touchdowns I
1: think Maybe so. three, possibly 15
2: yeah. is just so many touchdowns. Um, <laughs> and like he signed with our rival bills and now he's, he's like nursing a neck injury, which is kind of scary. So I don't know if he's going to play this week. So I, I honestly, I think let's Murray is going to, uh, Going to get a touchdown. Oh, DJ Moore scored another touchdown. Wait, really? Oh, shit. Finn
1: said, oh, mama.
2: Yeah, he did. Oh, <laughs> the second foot's in.
0: Oh, my God. It looks like it is.
1: My thing is frozen.
0: Bam, DJ Moore. That's his second of the day?
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, So is 17 nothing
2: now? Oh, <laughs> uh, 17. I mean, if yeah, I think so.
0: Yep. <laughs> I mean... Fournier, look what Max just did. He had a guy, Latavius Murray, and he actually had the balls to pick him up. Now he's gonna play him like a boss. You don't even have no
1: on your gray on your team. <laughs> Rudy, that's you... enough, bud.
2: Yeah, I don't Ooh. mind I don't mind you picking up my scraps and going for Pop Douglas. I think I just got tired myself of, like, these munchkin receivers. Like, I have, Ron, I had Rondale Moore, and then I had Pop Douglas, and I was like, they're just...
1: Wow, what a catch. They're
2: munchkin. This week.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think it's funny that Pop Douglas continues to show, like, skill and explosiveness and the ability to get open, and we're just like, nah. We w- well, we so that's part of you. why I picked him up, because I think he's
1: actually going to be used more this week for that exact reason. Cause like they looked so bad last week. And also, <laughs> uh, if you recall, the, uh, saints are atrocious against the slot, which is where he's playing out of. So like, he's just a dart throw, but I think he's going to put up just as many as any other, the shithole on the waiver wire. So. <laughs> That's yeah. true.
0: Plus it gives you something to root for, for the Pats, because exactly you know we don't have much to root for, for those, with those guys. Um, I think I need to uh, declare my acceptance that uh, not only will we not do anything this year, but we're not going to do anything until Belichick is gone, and we just have to accept the fact that we're going to scrape by until he gets his record, and then once he gets his record, go our separate ways. And hopefully, how far away from the record is he? I uh, if with the pace of like I don't know the exact number, but I remember if the pace is like. Seven to nine or eight, we, eight wins a year. It's three more years.
1: It's a long time.
0: I know, <laughs> but I, I my dad asked me this last night. Well, do you really think Kraft is going to fire him? No, of course not. Uh, and I said no, and I said I think he should be relieved of his general manager duties and stay as head coach. But my dad makes a good point. Bill would never do that. He's got too big of an ego. You take one thing away from him, then he's going to leave. That's going to be like forcing him to quit, uh, which I don't think Kraft will do. So that's why I think he's going to have to accept it. Pats are going to be middle of the road, nothing special, super lame with a good defense
1: until they get a quarterback. The next or any offensive players.
0: Well, Bills never invested in offensive players except outside of like the Randy Moss, Wes Welker year. You know, he just got lucky. Dion Branch, David Givens, David Patton, Rasheed Collins. Yeah, but he had
1: Tom Brady, so he didn't need to.
0: Brandon Lloyd. Yeah. Brandon Lloyd also, most underrated catcher in the NFL. I saw
1: some clip today that was insane catches.
2: Yep. Yeah. You know how Belichick employs his son to be the defensive coordinator?
1: Yeah, it's hilarious. It's
2: kind of like, kind of like back in the day with um Mike. Was it Mike Shanahan coaching the Broncos and stuff with, like, Terrell Davis and John Elway? Yeah. yeah. But, like, he obviously couldn't employ his son, right, because his son was, like, a baby?
1: Seven.
2: Yeah. Uh, but now his son is sick. And now I'm, I'm, like, imagining a world where, you know, Belichick's kid, like, has a career after this. You know what I mean? Because I don't, I don't know other teams would be jumping to have them run, have him run their defense. I
1: don't know. Maybe I think he'd get a job for sure, but no, I don't think he'd be running any defense.
0: <laughs> I mean, I don't think it's outside of the realm of possibilities. Like if there's a, let's say Vrabel is still coaching the Titans by the time like Bill leaves and whatever his son's name is, is looking and Vrabel wants to bring him in. Vrabel might bring him in and be a defensive coordinator. Give him that shot. Um Who knows? Maybe if McDaniels is still in the league, which he won't be. Uh maybe McDaniels. Oh god, no. He's a terrible coach. He is a terrible he, coach. He was one hundred. He'll be an OC somewhere, but he's not gonna be a head coach. Maybe if he wants to be an OC. At least right away, I don't know. But anyway, let's get into this week's matchups, because this is what we're here for tonight. Bournier, let's start with you. You're you're playing against Kareem. You are three and one. He is one in three. You, however, are projected to lose as you have been bitten by bye weeks and an injury this week. Um,
1: Yeah, he's he's probably up.
0: Yeah, it doesn't matter. He's terrible anyway. It's fine. Um, (laughs) But at, at the QB position here, we've got Josh Allen versus Trevor Lawrence. We've got James Cook and Khalil Herbert versus DeAndre Swift and Alvin Kamara. And then this is where... Gets a little dicey for you. Ayuk, Mims, Douglas, Demario Douglas, Dalton Kincaid, and Kyle Pitts versus Waddle, Ridley, Puka, John U. Smith, which is hilarious, and Damian Pierce. Um, oh, Maxie, what are you thinking in this in this matchup? Who are you giving the edge to? Despite Fournier's challenges, I think he still has a chance.
2: Yeah, I I honestly, I think Kareem's getting matched up with Fournier at the right time. And I think I'd be shocked if Kareem didn't win. Um, like, I I don't... The only thing I absolutely hate is Cream starting Johnny Smith. Um, he was, doesn't really have
1: another choice either. <laughs> um,
2: well, he should call Labar up and say, Hey, man, give me back Kittle if you're just going to have him sit on your bench. Um, <laughs> but... Yeah, no, I think, you know, I think Ryan Ryan has a good team, but yeah, this week I think I'd give the edge to Cream.
0: I mean, this, the John U. Smith thing you gotta talk about it a little bit more. So he played half the snaps in Week One, didn't get a target. Since then, six targets, eight targets, six targets. That's more than Kyle Pitts. What are they doing?
1: What are they doing? Well they came out this week and they basically said like Pitts is still hurt uh still recovering but also they just like they like run these like decoy plays to London and Pitts and just throw to their shitty players <laughs> they do it all the time <laughs> and I don't understand why they do it but it's like it's like a staple in the Arthur Smith offense in Atlanta
0: <laughs> He's got to go
1: He's leading the team in receiving yards
0: So here's my thing
2: Arthur Smith Aren't the Falcons winning games?
1: They're two and two, and they they should be three, one and three, but they got bailed out against uh, against the Packers somehow.
2: Yeah, I just think that AFC South is up for grabs. So like, even even though what that head coach is doing is abominable, like if he can win a couple, if he can win a you know more games that he's losing, he'll hold on to it.
0: Yeah, if he stays in the race in the division and get sneaks into the playoffs, there's no reason to fire him. Uh, no, the
1: coaching I don't think is necessarily the problem, though. I think the problem is, like, their quarterback play. He's got to do this scheme because his quarterback can only throw to people who are absolutely wide open, so he has to trick the other team into not covering
0: the shittiest guy in throw it to him
1: because <laughs> he's the most open.
0: <laughs> Ritter I, is terrible. I haven't seen Ritter play. I haven't watched any of his games or anything this year. Is he, he's really that bad.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I haven't watched obviously many Falcons games until last week when they were on early. So I watched that one. He is atrocious.
2: Yeah, I watched it in Toy Story mode. So, oh my God. (laughs) Oh my God, Hal.
0: I love love how the Toy Story mode is like, at least for our generation. Oh, let's find the one thing guys like the most football and let's team it up with. The one thing everybody liked the most when they were little, <laughs> Toy little kids: story. Toy Story. <laughs> like, get the get the little kids and the families involved. Let the parents enjoy watching a football game while the kids watch the Toy Story version on like a tablet or some shit. Like football just continue to take over the world. But I love it was a cool idea. Who is two? Because that
1: Howell just missed him for a touchdown.
2: I know, Who? I know. I think it might be Deami Brown.
0: Oh, Deami. Um, he was wide. What a name! All right, so let's do this. Predictions, Max. What's the score? Kareem oh my god! What's this throw? Oh my god!
2: So predictions on the score. So, like I said, I think Kareem's gonna win. Um, I think Kareem will probably score a buck thirty. Um, and I think Fournier will be like at a buck fifteen.
0: There you go. All right. For go last, it's your matchup here. I think Kareem has the ability to put up 185 this week. Uh, whether it happens is a different story. Uh, I think he's, I think he's going to win. I think it's going to be 127 to 108. It's weird that you said that about 185 and then projected him for
1: 127. But yeah, like uh, he has the
0: capabilities to do it, but I don't think it's going to happen. <laughs> Like his lineup looks good. That's my point. I actually think he's got really tough
1: matchups this week in general. Um, but I do think he'll probably win. I think it'll probably be like 123 to 109.
0: Wow. Well, betting against your guys, I'm sure that's going to go over well in the locker room. Uh, <laughs> right, let's move on to uh, Andy versus Chris. Uh, this is a big matchup here. Andy comes in at one and three, Chris comes in at three and one. Um, this is also a popular topic in the fantasy world this week is if you have someone like Joe Burrow, do you bench him for someone or do you give him one more shot? And if you bench him, do you put someone like Josh Dobbs in? And that's, that's our QB matchup here. So, uh, Fornier who you, who you got for an advantage here in the QB slot? I, I think it's definitely Burrow still. I mean, I recognize that
1: Josh Dobbs has played well and whatever. Uh, but, it's still Josh Dobbs and like he's going to eventually have a bad game and I'm counting on it being this week just because that's as soon as any other week. Uh, I also think that Burrow is going to continue to get healthy. And I mean, with Chris, I think it's, you just have to play Burrow because Andy's got chase. So you, you neutralize a lot of chase and like, it just makes it a lot easier for you to sort of uh, maintain a higher floor on a team. That's probably not going to score too many points. So uh, I mean, I think I like Burr obviously over Dobbs, but I think this week too, it just it makes even more sense.
0: The Bengals D is like kind of underrated too. Like they're not they're not afraid to shut people down, and it's still Dobbs. So I, I kind of agree with you there, Max. Who do you think has the advantage on the RB slots? Andy's got Gibbs and Saquon. Let's let's just say he plays. Um, and Chris has got Pollard and Connor.
2: Yeah, I think. I think you kind of have to go with Chris's guys. Um, like, I think if Saquon plays, it'll be minimal, right? Yeah. Like, there's there's no reason to, you know, work them too hard on that first game back. Um, yeah, I think Gibbs Gibbs could you know potentially break out and have a good have a good game, right? Amon Raz kind of beat up a little bit. Jmo's first week back, like they the offense has to come from somewhere. So I wouldn't be surprised to see Gibbs, you know, have a good week. Um, but yeah, I think Pollard and Connor, it's just, um, you know, more firepower than maybe Andy has right now.
0: Yeah. And then wide receivers, Andy's got Zay Jones, Chase Pickens and Watson. And then Chris has got Jefferson Tyreek and Tutu Atwell. He's got Montgomery in the flex. Um, Obviously, Chris should get the advantage in every wide receiver matchup every week because he's got Jefferson and Tyreek, which is just kind of unfair. Um, theoretically, like Andy's wide receivers should be good too. Even, I mean, if Zay Jones is healthy, maybe he's probably going to do something. But like Chase <laughs> and Watson and Pickens, like they all have blow up potential. But yeah, it's big advantage here for Chris from that wide receiver slot. I'm curious what you guys think Tutu Atwell is going to do if uh, Cooper Cup plays, because he's been getting nine targets every game. So is he just getting the shaft?
1: No, I think it'll still be – I think Puka's going go to go down in targets, and he'll go down in targets, and he'll go down more than Puka goes down. So, yeah, he's he's going to get the shaft in the sense that he'll, he's going to go down the most, but I think that, like, he'll still get five or six targets. I did try to do a trade with Marquise Brown, actually, and somebody uh, – I think it was Offer Chris, like – I don't know, one of my running backs in Marquise Brown for Pollard or something like that, and he was like, no, I'd rather keep starting 2-2, so, um, you know, it is what it is. But uh, at some point, I don't think he's going to be much more startable, but uh, Cup's not going to come back full complement, I don't think, this week. Yeah, Yeah. for the
2: record, that's an awful trade. Um, (laughs) Just just trying to scoop up Pollard for Hollywood Brown and fucking whatever. That's an awful trade.
0: And a running back not named Kenneth Walker, yeah.
2: That's terrible. <laughs> um, Tutu, I I don't know anything about uh, Tutu. But I just looked him up. He's five nine, buck sixty. Um, so yeah, I'm not I'm not betting on him doing well.
0: <laughs> wow, you're really turning
2: on the pipsqueaks, man. Damn, it's just it's just crazy, man. Like that's it's literally my exact same size, and I'm not, <laughs> you know. I'm not somebody you want to put in your fantasy lineup. item, so.
0: <laughs> you never know. Um, that's funny. Well, I'll make a quick prediction here. For I think Chris is going to pull it out uh, 158 to 131. Max, what are you thinking?
2: Um, yeah, I mean, I think Andy might put up a fight a little bit. But yeah, I think Chris is just going to be too much. So I'll go 150 to 141.
0: Pretty close.
1: I think Chris's team is going to have a much better week than it did last week. I don't think you're going to see his team of his caliber have two, call it quasi-down weeks. I like think he only had like 127 or something last week. Um, that could very well end up being like, I mean, there's going to be bye weeks, and his, his team is not as good, I think, as maybe it was last year at this point. But um, still, that could be a low on the season. So I think he's going to win like 164, and Andy's going to get 117.
0: Ooh, good old-fashioned spanking in your mind, all right.
1: Yeah, I don't think Barkley's going to play based on what I saw today. Um, Zay Jones may or may not play, and if he does, he's fine. But, like, what are we talking about? Um, and then just Pickens is going to have a situation where Pickett may be hurt, maybe limited. He's already terrible, so that's not going to help. Um, and then, yeah. so we'll see. <laughs> I just think that that's stacked against him.
2: While we have Chris here, or while we're talking about his team, um, we all agree he's, you know, the the favorite and the best team in the league. But who do you guys think is second best? Like, is it, like, automatic answer, Phil, or what do you guys think?
1: I don't think so anymore. I think there's a lot of good te- – I think Jim's team could be it. Um, There's a lot of good teams. I don't think there's any set, like, second best team. There's probably, like, a collection
0: of teams there.
2: I think I agree with that. What about you, James?
0: Yeah, um, I was actually thinking about it today. And I was like, Phil's team might be in trouble. Like, they might be in trouble. Garrett Wilson is capped because of Zach Wilson. We know that. McLaurin will have some ups and downs. Um, Bijan seems to have a high floor and a low ceiling. But he he could still break out. But, I mean, he's still really good. But Stevenson's having a bad year. And... Stevenson, I don't think is going to get much better either. For uh, to your, like it's bad
1: in in Pat's land.
0: And like he's got Kelsey and Hertz, so his lineup stacked. Like bye weeks, one injury, somebody's not. It doing too the well depth all, is a problem for bye weeks. I agree. All, all of a sudden, there's you're starting to see little kinks in the armor. So to answer your question, Max, I think it's Chris, and then based on points and record you and Andy at the bottom, and then everybody else. I think everybody else could be pulled into the same pile. And, yeah. So yeah, I, don't, well, I have no I idea do... who the second
2: team is. Fournier was willing to throw out a name there and said Jimbo. What a What's the name you'd be willing to throw out?
0: All right, all right. <laughs> um, if I got to throw out a name, I'm still going to give it to Phil. Okay. To be second. Yeah. What do you think?
2: I don't know. I really don't know. Um, I was on the Kareem train. I really like his team. Um, well. wow. but I need him to trade for a tight end. Johnny Smith's making me sick.
1: He
0: can't fall to 1-4. Don't want to fall to 1-4.
1: No, if he gets Pop, Pop Douglas, whew, who one
0: does down. he have? Who does he have for on by?
1: Uh, <laughs> Gerald Everett. It was more of a joke than anything.
0: Uh, okay. <laughs> speaking in one and four speaking about one and four there are five one and three teams and we should talk about what the what each team should do if they fall to one and four right so like again i'll reference what we talked about last week with tim being oh and three if he falls to and four what should he do if he still ends up losing this week despite the hot start and he's one and four Max, you're in his shoes, do you give up and start planning for next year or do you hold on and keep fighting?
2: I think if you're Tim, um, again, and I think we're all going to say that he's going to win this week, Um, but I think if you're Tim and you lose the next couple weeks, you have to, right? Because you, you're looking at his team right now, or I am, and it's not like he's got a lot of guys that stick out to you as like they're definite keepers. They're like kind of fringe guys.
1: Yeah.
2: So yeah, I think if Tim wins this week and then he drops the next two, I think you seriously, if you're Tim, you seriously have to think about, you know, potentially packaging some guys or or figuring out, you know, what what the plan is long term. Yeah.
0: I think that's fair. Um Bornier, what about um what about Labar? Let's say he falls to one and in- one and four. What does he do? I actually think Labar is going to beat Mike this week. We'll, we'll get to that,
1: I guess, later, but it's going to be very close. Uh, if he falls to one and four, which is definitely possible, um, I think it's got to be time to at least consider packing it in. I mean, he's got a lot of guys who have value this year, but not a lot of keeper guys uh, or guys who we'd like are going to have tons of value post the season, I guess, is more what I should say um yeah. talking about kittle talking about evans um Mixed. i mean really it's this whole entire team um <laughs> talking about madison mixon thomas all these guys dealing
0: Aaron thomas, jones
1: Aaron jones exactly every single one except for laporta basically has minimal uh value after the season um because no one's just gonna want them no one wanted them last year no one's gonna want them this year um and so i think it's time that he does like a little bit of a reset and builds up for next year. Um, Cause you can get a lot for those guys. He got a lot of guys he can trade. Um, But I think he's just got to bite the bullet for one year reset, kind of come back sort of similar to what Andy did last year. Um, Just like full sell. And then, you know, come back next year uh, with a, with a really good kind of starting position.
0: Okay. Speaking of Andy, uh, Max, if he loses to Chris this week, what do you do if
2: you're him? Yeah. I think his team is still good enough where uh, you have to wait it out. You know, at least two or three more weeks to kind of see what's going on here. Um, But honestly, it's not looking good. Like, it's starting to look like when Chubb went down and Saquon got banged up and, you know, Jamar isn't Jamar uh, with the way Burrow is. It's just, it's looking like this isn't the year uh, for Mr. Spock, unfortunately.
0: Okay. Yeah. And Fournier, I I guess your answer, because this has been kind of Max's game plan since the draft, but say Max falls to one and four. What does he need? I'll change it up then. What What does he need to do to enhance his tanking before other people start to do it?
1: I think he's just got to try to sell whoever he can sell to get whatever picks he can get next year, the year after. It doesn't matter just to get any picks. Um, the more picks he can accumulate, the better. He's got a couple of young guys. Maybe, you know, you do a trade where you can get a younger guy or something back. Uh, I don't know, but I, I don't think I would be giving up any more picks this year. I think I would be focused on just collecting as
0: many as I could. So Max, let me ask you a quick question on that. Um, let's say somebody approached and said, I, I want to give you a haul, players and picks for Brees hall or JT. What are you looking for? Or, or are you just saying, no, thank you. See you later.
2: No, I mean, I'm always open to talking about whoever. Um, So yeah, I think there's some guys that I really like ha- having on the team, you know? um, okay. And I think John Taylor is definitely one of those guys. That's why, I, you know, I, it was hard giving him up and then I had to trade for him back and gave up a ton to get him. So um yeah, I don't know. But at the same time, like if um you know if I get an offer that's enticing, you know, game on. I'm ready to do it. But
0: game on.
2: Yeah, I think I kind of like you know, having two guys that I, I feel really good about in Brees and John, and then yeah, just kind of figuring out what I have in Mike Wilson and Rashie rice and maybe Traylon Burks will play this year. So I, I have some guys to like kind of play with, but um, yeah, I think Fournier's advice was smart as far as just like, you know, still accumulating picks and it doesn't have to necessarily be for next year's draft, but maybe ones later.
0: So what's the cost for uh Rishi rice? <laughs> for every yeah. I
2: don't know. Um, like I've but gotten, offers, is, I've gotten offers for like, think rashi for like a third or a fourth is the best i've gotten so far which is pretty good um pretty good value. You, yeah um but yeah i don't know what to make of the chiefs i kind of feel like you know it's a high high volume pass attack and you know he's he's a young guy so i don't know i'm not in a rush to train him i guess
0: he's uh supposedly running more routes to get on the field more so Sky Moore's not taking advantage of this opportunity. There is Tony's not taking advantage of the opportunity. I feel like Mahomes is gonna find someone. So Rice is a pretty enticing target. There you have it. It's gonna take a second round pick to get Rice. All right. So if you're if you're Kareem, you fall to one and four. Max, you kind of alluded to it. So Fournier if if you're Kareem and you're one and four, you stick it out, you try and move a guy, change it up a little bit. What do you do? Um
1: I think he's not really in a I think he's not really in a position to I think he's got to stick it out at least another week or two. Um he's in a little bit of like Labar's situation where he he's, I think he has some more capable guys than LeBar does, but he's also got a lot of guys who are older, or maybe don't hold as much value after the season, and so he's got to make a decision at some point before he waits too long to try to get value for those guys if he's not going to go for it. Uh, and obviously, you get to one in five, one in six, you're done. So, um, I mean, like, yeah, Phil came back last year. Phil's team was particularly good and had particularly bad luck. I don't think Kareem's team is good enough to come back from one in five. I don't think Andy's team is good enough to come back from one in five. Like that. That's what I mean.
0: Yeah, uh, I think you're touching on something that I was just about to say, which is we're talking about one in four teams, but I think the question of when do I start to plan for next year really starts to ring loud when it's how quickly did I lose five games? You know, like, am I one in in five or am I two in five? Well, if you're two in five, it's probably time, but you never know. If you're three in five, you're like, all right, I'm kind of in the mix. And if you're four in five, you are in the mix. But if you're one in five, you're just like, all right, so like, I think that over. The, that, that's the. <laughs> oh my really god,
1: Howell got picked.
0: <laughs> Did he really? Yeah, not good. I defended you, Sam. Jerk, <laughs> <Sure>. he's terrible. Um. <laughs> uh, all right, so come on, Howell. Our next matchup here is uh Tim versus Mike List. Tim's at a hot, hot start. He's up fifty three to nothing right now. He's got Fields, DJ Moore, and Dotson in play. Still a lot of time left. Um, would be something to see DJ Moore drop sixty, but I imagine he'll still probably get ten to fifteen more points. Um, uh, anyway, oh Tim, uh, Mike's got Lamar Jackson. He's got Horsecock Henry, Etn, Hopkins, Pittman, Doobie Doobs, Higby, and Pacheco. Um, I think his team's pretty good. I really do. Um,
1: Roshan's out for the game. What happened to him? Who? Roshan. I don't know. I just got a notification.
0: I don't know. Um. Yeah. Then we got Tim with obviously Fields, Miles Sanders, and Kyron Williams. Speaking of Kyron Williams, do we think he's gonna last? Do we think he's good? Do we think he's terrible? Are they gonna start giving the ball to? Ronnie Rivers and Royce Freeman? Are they just going to start throwing the ball 5,000 times? Or do we think Kyron Williams is something? I do not think he's good.
1: I think he's getting a good role, but I don't think he's actually good. Um, and I think that at some point they're going to try to replace him via either trade or or it'll happen next offseason. Um, but I don't think he's going to be somebody who, like, you can just rely on to – be this what i mean he's probably an rb1 right now like i don't think he's an rb1 the rest of the year
0: yeah i mean he definitely is an rb1 right now he's rb3 overall there you go rb3 and then 20th overall i mean yeah his opportunity is great he had 17 touches 24 touches 17 touches 28 touches that's insane um but he also has 20 points, 30 points, 32 points, and 10 points. Yeah. So, like, I know his, I know the efficiency numbers aren't great. His yards per carry sucks and this and that.
1: Um, yeah. I do – I don't know. Would you, what do
0: you
2: would you guys rather have Kyron or Pacheco?
0: Pacheco rest know. of the season, yeah. I would rather have Pacheco. I think Pacheco also holds continued keeper value. So he was top right. so. Right.
1: Whereas Kieran has zero keeper value.
0: Yeah.
1: Huh?
2: I don't know. I think those guys are close for me.
1: Yeah. Okay. Maybe Tim should talk to you.
2: <laughs> <laughs> has Tim been shopping
1: Kyron? Obviously, he has to. It's the easiest sell high in the history of the world.
0: I mean, I I reached out to Ka- for about Kyren, uh two weeks ago. He said not on the market, so maybe not.
1: Well, if he's still trying to win this year, then maybe it makes sense. But if he does lose this week, he should trade him as soon as possible and tank.
0: Yeah, it's hard to argue that. Um, So do you think he's going to win this week? Um, Let's
1: see. Sanders is questionable. Kieran Williams questionable. I assume that they'll play. Yeah, I mean, I think that – I don't think DJ Moore is going to get – it's possible he gets a lot more, but they're up pretty big right now and about to go up more. So I I don't think they're going to throw a ton in the second half, but Dotson should get points in the second half. So, um, yeah, I think he's going to win. I think, you know, he's projected for, what, 144? I think probably like 135 and List probably – it's going to be close. List will probably have like 131, ekes one out. Yeah. Max,
2: what do you think? Yeah, I think given the way that this game is going, I think it gives Tim um you know the opportunity to beat Mike even though I agree with you guys like I think Mike Mike's team is actually really really good. Um and I think I also think he can compete for a championship this year. Like I, he's a player away from being that second place team in my opinion right behind Chris. Yeah, he uh, needs a
1: wide receiver. I agree. So obviously his running backs are good.
0: Yeah, his running backs are really good. And Lamar is Lamar. I, I mean, he's back. Has he, he had a bad game, really? Nope. Uh, uh,
1: week, week one. Week All one, right. he had eight. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, one bad game. But three good games. Really good games.
0: 26 and a half, 34, 31. Yeah. So. Oh, go, Khalil. Dog. You Dog. Um I love Doobie Dubs. He's so good. Um I would I offered Mike DK for dubs in a second round pick. And he didn't Oh my
1: god, I know that was right before we did our trade. You told me about that.
0: I did. Did I think he's what are your thoughts
1: on that offer, Max?
0: I
2: don't know. I so I like dubs, um, but I like I like DK more um yeah. but that's a shocker
1: there <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah i don't know i'm i'm not not like totally... to
1: minute 30 for a huge surprise
2: yeah no i'm not totally sold on jordan love yet um so i'm not sure and i think christian watson's gonna be gonna be good but he's obviously banged up so i don't know i don't know I'd, i i would have accepted that if i were mike <laughs> but <laughs>
0: Yeah. <laughs> hey, what can you do? Snooze, you lose. Yep. Um, I do. I do think Mike might come back here against him. And Tim's had a great start, but he is only projected for one forty three. So uh, fields just
2: another touchdown. To DJ, Ooh, yeah. yeah. To commit.
0: Oh, commit!
1: He
0: I did. I didn't play him. No. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. no, nah, I played Zach. It's over him. Oh, that hurts.
2: Does that change your opinion, James?
0: Yeah. Yeah, that puts it over the edge. It's still (laughs) halftime. God damn it. (laughs) Yeah, Tim's
2: going to have himself a week.
0: Yeah. All right. Tim's going to win 165 to 150. I think it's going to be high scoring. That's the thing.
1: Henry can get hurt anytime. Yeah.
0: Uh, let's go to the next one. What we got here? Max versus Jim. All right. Oh, and you started Sam Howell. Okay, that sucks. Yeah. God damn it. <laughs> Can
1: you get past this one?
0: <laughs> it's 28 to 3. All right, yeah, so Jim, we've been talking about it. He seems to be a pretty uh solid consensus league favorite in the mix to win it. Upset Chris. He's got Mahomes. He's got Josh Jacobs. He's got the second-best running back on the Dolphins, Raheem Mostert, Cortland Sutton, Drake London, Curtis Samuel, TJ Hawkinson, AJ Brown. So one six. of you guys, yeah, explain
2: to me why – sorry to interrupt. I was going to say, explain to me why this this gym team is better than Mike Gliss. like when you think about the two expansion teams. Saying the same
0: thing, 100%. Like, yeah, no, it's fair, looking at it.
2: I don't think it is better. Like, great. Jim has A.J. Brown. Um, but, like, DeMonta Smith has to come back to life at some point. Mm-hmm. Right? He'll get his. Like, he starts Cortland Sutton, Drake London, Curtis. Like, what am I missing here?
0: <laughs> Tyler Lockett is on by.
2: I like Hawkinson better than Hig- Higby. I'll give you that.
0: Tyler yeah. Lockett's wide receiver 38. Just throwing that out there. Um. The wide receiver
2: three. That's fun. Yeah, Mike Williams getting hurt really, really, you know, did some damage.
0: I agree with that. And Dude, look, I, I said Mostert was a uh, sell-high candidate last week. I meant it. I might be wrong. Time will tell. But I think there was a little bit of a chance there for Jimmo to make a move. Uh, but he also has been carrying it. For Mostert, it's been the guy.
2: So, yeah, I didn't mean to derail us, though. Um, this matchup, I think Jim's got the core. Jim's got me at every position. <laughs> maybe, maybe running. Well, I don't know about
1: running backs, but yeah, yeah, maybe yeah, running backs, running man. Running back. But all the other ones, I do agree. Although wide receivers are going to be a lot closer than you'd think. Now that I'm looking at Jim's team, I'm going to take back what I said about his being the second best. <laughs> It's just right? I didn't I don't think I looked at it. This is it's ugly. What's going on at wide receiver here? It's like my team this week.
0: Curtis Samuel, baby.
1: <laughs> Although he'll probably score a touchdown in the second half.
2: He, start, um, he starts Sutton in London every week. It's not like this is new. I know.
1: And yeah, London is uh is just as bad as Pitts. Um but not quite <laughs> Because that's impossible. Um,
2: <laughs> Sutton's actually right. been pretty decent, or yeah, he's Sutton, got some hasn't been bad,
1: yeah he's got, yeah, he's got double digits every week. Actually, he's got a touchdown
2: every week, but one you know, that's
0: well, it's not sustainable, but um, hey, never know. Randy had like 21 one year, <laughs> 23, I think. 23, damn, yeah, I think. Jimbo's going to win. I'm going to say 136 to 111.
1: Okay. I'm going to say 127 to 69.
2: Yeah, I was going to say 111 is very generous, James. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's, it's kind to of you, though. Uh, Hal's got
1: almost half a point in the first half. I yeah. keep forgetting about this game. <laughs> oh, it's making me look so bad.
2: Come on, hell appreciate- You got it. <gasps> I think I'll get to ninety. Uh but I think Jimbo
0: put up, you know, one one forty. Makes sense. All right. We'll do um we'll run through mine next. It's me versus Brendan. I started Brian Robinson, who only has one point six points, and game script does not look good for him. So might be in rough rough shape there. Um but Richardson versus Kirk Cousins at the QB slot is kind of fun. I think both guys are just great fantasy options right now. Um, interested to hear what you guys think about the running back matchup. Obviously, with Brian Robinson's beginning, doesn't look yeah. good. Um, and He's got McCaffrey, so McCaffrey's going to do what McCaffrey does, but does he drop 40 points against the Cowboys D, or does the Cowboys D show up?
2: I was gonna say he's pretty matchup proof, McCaffrey. But Brian, yeah. Brian Robinson's got to be pretty high on the sell high list, right?
0: It's not looking like me right now. Because this will be. Oh, well, you we got the, a
1: catch! Well, it was Antonio Gibson. Never mind. <laughs> so,
0: it's all good. Actually, even his bad games, right, haven't been that bad. So. Yeah, he would be a sell high candidate. I don't know what people would want to pay for him though. So you haven't you haven't like talked to people about him? I haven't had a single conversation with anyone about Brian Robinson. Well, Phil says like sent me a couple texts of like, All right, if we're not gonna do a digs deal, I'm interested in this guy, this guy, that guy, and I just say B Rob, no, and then it ends. Um Ooh.
2: I feel like Brian Robinson's one of those guys that fill poison for everyone. Right. <laughs> Remember last year he had him and like he was just trade trying to trade him to everybody and we're like enough. So like (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, I guess he's the eighth ranked running back rankings wise. Like he had that thirty point outburst, which obviously helped a lot. But Yeah, yeah, fifteen
0: and a half, thirty-one, eight, fourteen and a half, and now almost two. So if he gets close to ten points and has a bad game. That's a low floor, and he's shown he can drop 30 points. I know it's RB2, right? Yeah. Somewhere but in the RB2 mix.
2: Back to your question, though. I think the running backs, McCaffrey and Harris versus B-Rob, A-Chain. Oh, and then you you got Spaghetti Knee in here, Javante.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Just a matter of time until I put in Sarah McLaughlin's son. Oh, no, my. it
1: sounds like uh, what's-his-name's going to play. Spaghetti's really? going to play.
0: Oh, wow, limited practice. Let's go, baby. Yeah. I haven't seen any of like his highlights or anything, but I imagine just from his fantasy scores, he does not look very good.
1: I think that the fact you haven't seen any highlights is indicative of that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: there you go. Fair point. Fair point. <laughs> Uh, wide receivers are interesting i've got hollywood brown he's got brandon cooks i got Diggs. he's got nico collins i got tank Dell. he's got gabe um i feel like i got the advantage there and i feel like that's going to be the difference so like i said I'll, i'm gonna choose i'm gonna predict i win 119 to 113 those are the pred- predictions from sleeper i'm riding with them
2: yeah mike my pro- my projections are right around the same thing, but before we gloss over, what do you guys think of a chain?
0: Oh yeah, I love. Him. I like. Yeah, he I can't I saw, continue
1: to be this efficient though.
0: <laughs> no, it can't. But that that run against Buffalo last week just was like Chris Johnson, Chris Johnson, Chris Johnson, and felt felt really cool. So I I do think he. Now that if the Taylor report of him committing to the Colts for this year is real, that makes me feel a lot better because I felt like the rumors or the cloud of Taylor going to the Dolphins was always going to be around. Uh, but on the contrary, they do also like all four of their running backs. So when Jeff Wilson comes back, who the hell knows? But I think I think he's going to be good, but I'm I'm nervous.
2: I think he's going to be great. I really, really, um, yeah. I think he's going to be really good because the competition doesn't worry me. Like Jeff Wilson and Mostert, like I think the touches are going to be there, and he's explosive. Um, thank God you held on to him, James. Like it was looking bad there for a while. Like Andy was was doing, Andy was doing the victory lap. He's like, oh, could you have drafted this guy? And like it was, (laughs) he like became a throw-in guy to some trades that you like. (laughs) Thought
1: Andy would get something
2: wrong working on and like now it's looking like he could be a guy you keep for you know a couple years
0: that would be amazing because he kind of he looks like tyreek hill when he's running like they're short they're stout and they're quick with their feet and they're obviously super fast so i'm like in my dreams like oh he's tyreek hill for the next eight years just as a running back but nervous of injuries and his ability to kind of withstand the the body blows. I think injuries is
1: the main thing. Like he's obviously really good. It's just how many touches is he gonna get and is he gonna stay healthy if he gets too many.
2: Yeah. I just think he necessarily has to be a bell cow. Like not in that McDaniel offense. You know?
1: No, I don't entirely disagree, but that'll that'll Mm. inevitably lead to some like really low weeks. That's all.
2: Yeah, I mean, people said the same thing about Swift, but sure.
1: <laughs> and there's plenty of those. <laughs> but we'll Swift see. also can handle more work than him, in my opinion.
2: No, I agree. I agree with that. That's fair. Yeah,
1: yeah. he's I mean, probably like 15 pounds heavier.
2: Yeah. Anyways, I did want to talk about A Chan though, because he's he's interesting. Um, I really like him.
0: I'm I'm pumped to have him. Uh in our family league, my dad dropped eighty-six dollars on the waiver wire to get him, which is hilarious. All wow. of his money and it worked out. So
2: where'd he go to school?
0: Uh Texas AM. With oh, an Aggie. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Um, all right, we'll let's go to the next matchup here. We got two left. It's Phil who's three and one versus Pat who's two and two. Pat needs to have a good week here. I don't know, I've never seen what happened to his wide receivers happen before. Like, last week was an abomination. Like, felt so yeah. bad. Debo didn't even get a target. What? Olave had, like, one catch for six yards. I don't think Addison got a target. <laughs> like, that sucks. Uh, so, he's going uh, he to have to bounce back.
1: Yeah, and Hopefully he'll put Cup in his lineup.
2: Is Cup going to play?
0: That's what I heard. It's up was, in the air.
2: Yeah, I was talking to Pat at the golf course today, and it didn't sound like he thought Cup was going to play.
0: But he logged the full practice today. Yeah, I think he's going to play. Which is kind of crazy. And he's
1: dialed in as Pat is to the everyday news. I believe Cup is going to play.
0: All right. Um, we'll see. I'm still skeptical. Like, I think he might I th- practice, but then not end up playing. I thought they already said he was going to play now. I'm not seeing that. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. It's, yeah. Looks yeah. healthy. Yeah, because they haven't activated him yet.
1: Yeah, I guess he has technically not been activated. I guess we'll see. But I, it did seem like, based on reports, that he would play. He's getting a good start from Phil's team, I'll tell you that much.
0: <laughs> or, like, for
1: Pat, I mean.
0: Yeah, because Commanders D has three and McLaurin only has 1.3. And it's halftime. Goddamn. Commanders are a goddamn mess. Um, anyway. If this continues, I'm calling it. Pat's going to get an upset. 141 to 137. He's catching Phil on a bad week. Boom.
1: Yeah, the hard thing is Pat's starting Hubbard and Acres and Devin Singletary at the moment. But well, if Cup plays, you won't have to start all three at least. Yeah. Yeah. So, so Hubbard
2: and Akers is rivaling the C E H and Yeah, the Stas starters. Who's the other <laughs> thing is starting? Gibson? Is it Gibson? Uh There's nobody worse. Oh, uh Gus Edwards.
1: Gus, Gus Edwards. Oh, good yeah. Lord. He actually yeah. scored a touchdown against me when I played Mike. Yeah. It was fucking devastating. <laughs>
0: yeah. What do you guys think? Phil or Pat?
1: I actually do think Pat's going to have a good week. I think he's going to get a bounce back from some of those guys. Um, similar to like the way I think Chris's guys are going to bounce. Some some of Chris's guys are going to bounce back. Um, I don't know if he's quite enough, but if this Phil, like, to your point, if, if the commander's D keeps going down, which chances are it will, um and and McClellan doesn't do too well. I think he has a legit shot. I think it could be like one twenty five to one twenty something like that.
2: Yeah, um, I think so too. Like if Cup plays and he yeah, scores a yeah, and he does his thing. Like I think he could win. I think Dak at San Francisco is a tough matchup, but
1: but um, at least they might have to throw it more this game because they're not going to just you know win by a million theoretically.
0: Yeah. Uh, also just a complete gut call. I think Dak's gonna have a good game against the Niners. We'll see. I buy it. He's Not gonna be able to run the ball that much. He's had back to back terrible performances and huge moments. So um they kind of got his number, but I feel like he's gonna have a good game. In the middle of the season, he's gonna get all the Cowboys fans up, hopes up, and then he's gonna blow it again in the playoffs. But it's all good. <laughs> Uh, all right. So, do are we all picking Pat to upset Phil? Yeah, we
1: got Pat one twenty five, one twenty one.
0: Yep, let's call it.
1: Let's go <laughs>
0: <laughs> unanimous. That's awesome. All right, we got we got one more. Uh, it's Staz versus Labar. Bar. uh Staz is two and two. Labar is one and three. Um, this is kind of an ugly matchup. Just like the first half of it, right? Like, all right. So Jordan Love versus Tua, whatever. Um, juicy matchup for for the Giants. So I guess you got to you got to give the edge to Tua there. Um, but Jordan Love is still quarterback three this year, so uh, he is doing good. Then we got the running backs. We're talking about Ceh and Gus Edwards versus Madison and Joe Mixon. Got to give the big advantage there to a bar. On what planet are
1: they continuing to project Mixon for 15? I don't even think he's got 15 this whole year. Like, the projections uh, in this site make no fucking sense. All
0: right, so he got 11.6, 14.8, 15.9, and 10.
1: Yeah, so Uh, 12 seems fine. Like, Ken Walker's projected for 11 every week, and Mixon's projected for 15. It makes no sense at all.
2: So I I kind of agree with what Foreigner said at the beginning of this pod, I, I think Labar has a chance to win this one.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think I think that'd be awesome. Because Dylan is actually pretty productive. Yeah.
2: Mike's two best guys are banged up, too. Like, the Sun God and Devontae. Like, they're both not even close to 100%.
1: So...
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, but Aaron Jones is banged up. He's got Evans on by... Kittle's not starting. Um, Kirk's got a tough matchup, though. And uh, I don't know what to make of Mike Thomas. How has he been this year? It's just like a run-of-the-mill 10. That's fine, though. Yeah, I think it's going to be close, but I I think that you got to give the edge to LaBar.
0: Okay. So, I mean, right now, he's projected to win 125 to 116. What do we I think, think of
2: it's a fourth win? Sorry, I keep talking over people. I was going to say, I think if Stas does win, Jets' defense might put up like 30.
1: Oh, against Denver? <laughs> it's possible. It's very
0: possible. <laughs> Denver's so bad. Oh my
2: God. Yeah, they're awful.
0: I yeah, can't. especially their
1: defense. I don't understand how they give up 70 points. are like, yeah, we should probably keep this defensive coordinator we got.
0: Yeah well do you you fire him after after one game
1: seventy points game yeah hundred <laughs> percent I mean good Lord <laughs> I know that's bad it's bad I do
2: this is another team that I think is better than Jim's uh like staz is when Eckler comes back I just I'd rather I think this team is better this
0: year right I mean he had, so it's like Eckler it's good Devonta, Saint Brown, and Devontae, right? Like that's the big he still four. Still has
1: a running back problem.
0: Yeah, yeah, but I mean, if he gets Eckler back, the second running back slot is just like, all right, give me eight to twelve points, thanks. Uh, yeah, but he doesn't have anyone
1: get you eight to twelve
0: points. Yeah, he does. He has Gus Edwards. Gus, <laughs> all right. Let me say, Gus is like six to twelve points. All right, leave me halfway. He's
1: gotten six, thirteen, six, and eight. <laughs> He's like six. <laughs> I guess he's eight. five. He's
0: eight. Oh. Oh. Yeah, we'll I guess see. that's okay. But like, I don't know. If Jordan Love continues to put up fantasy points, Mahomes is going to get his. So you're going to give the advantage to Jimbo at the quarterback spot, but like keeper-wise, Jimbo's got Mahomes, Jacobs, A.J. Brown, and yeah. Hawkinson, and London, whatever. And yeah. In Stas, big four is Eckler, Devontae Smith, Amonra, and Devontae Adams. It's not even close. I don't no, think there's sure. many teams that can compete with those four. So. And
2: I'm not trying to pick on Jim at all. I'm just saying I think – I hope he listens to this pod and he says, I got to make a trade, you know? Yeah. You know, and really, really go for it this year because I think you we all – You
1: don't moved the needle?
2: No, I don't think Lockett moved. <laughs> <laughs> but – Yeah. Anyway, so we're all picking. Are we all in agreement? We're picking Labar? Yep. Labar
1: 136 to 114. 14.
0: All right. I'm saying 127 to
1: 122.
2: Okay. Okay. I'll go 130 Labar 128 Staz. Oh, it's
0: going
2: to be a good battle here. Oh, Brian Robinson.
0: Go. What?
2: He just grabbed a screen pass and ran it like 25, 30 yards.
1: He was good. How am I so far behind? He catches passes. Literally at the I haven't even seen the kickoff of the second half yet. <laughs> <laughs> that's so bad. Bad. Oh uh, cool. Yeah, goal, it was three point four points.
2: All right, do all right. we have one more matchup?
0: I think no, that's no. all. That's all the matchups, uh, you know, but Johnny, before we wrap up, Johnny sent me a, a song from Blink-182 the other day. It's a really cool song, and it got me on a kick to uh, go down like this Blink-182 uh, playlist and go down this road that I haven't been down in a while. So I asked you guys earlier today, like, what's your favorite Blink-182 song? So I'm curious, Max, uh, what do you got?
2: Um so I went back and forth on this. Um, but I think my f- favorite one is um called uh damn it. I think I like that one. I can't I think it's an older one off like Dude Ranch or something like that, one of the older albums. But
0: there's a lot of yeah.
1: yeah.
0: Yep, that's exactly where it's from. From Dude Ranch, nineteen ninety seven. Oh, that's incredible. Varner, what about you? Uh, I miss you. I like that one. Yeah, that's a classic. Hundred percent. Um, hundred percent. I went they down the, the uh, first
2: concert I ever went to was Blink One Eight Two at the. Oh, really? uh, Yeah, very first one. That's um, awesome. My dad took me and Phil. I think Phil had already, you know, been to other concerts, but it was the first one for me.
1: Oh, another Robinson grab.
2: Where did, uh, where I did you guys you saw
1: that half an hour ago?
2: <laughs> it was that old center james where people would like try and jump the or you know climb over the whatever it was the wall was it the tweeter what oh yeah it? it
0: was the tweeter center then it was the like comcast center and they changed it to the xfinity center whatever variety whatever yeah that place is a classic place oh my god
2: changed it to kevin please stop coming here
0: <laughs> you see this man do not
1: let him in what's up uh, <laughs>
0: what's your favorite song though james um I went down, I was listening to Enema of the State album and uh, Aliens Exist is just, it's the song. That one's yeah. so good. Um, I, That song just makes, like, some of these songs just made me laugh as I was listening. Like, the lyrics are funny. They're clever. They don't really, like, mean much. They're just, like, random words sometimes. But the, everything about the song is fun and catchy and memorable. So, yeah, I, I think this... Aliens Exist is hard because there's so many good ones, but Aliens Exist is the one. And I think um we touched on it last year. Like, what's the perfect album? It's like not the album that is the most memorable or the one that has like some of the best songs of all time. But it's like where every song is good and every song hits at different moments in your life, or just like, damn that song too. Damn that song too. <laughs> I feel like this is an album that I would qualify as that. Like every song hits. So
2: yeah.
1: That's
0: Love
2: all I got. It. Love it. Yeah, Love it. So, yeah, they came but, to Boston not too long ago and I think I think Chris and Rory went to the concert. Um yeah, they're having like a little bit of a revival.
0: Yeah. They're uh, they're coming back and they're going on tour. I was looking at it on Spotify. They're just going all over the world. Like Oh, Brian Robinson touchdown time?
1: No,
2: Logan Thomas, baby, my old, oh. my old love. You cocktees.
1: Oh, uh, I just saw a play a pass interference in the end zone, so I just assumed it would be a run next play.
2: Nope, they knew that I needed some points from
0: Howell.
1: There you go, one
0: hundred and eleven, man, one hundred and eleven. Calling it.
1: I don't know if we can call that a catchable pass. That seems absurd that they called that a penalty.
0: Like, how, how was are he going to catch that? Damn, you are far behind, man. Even the little game cast thing I got is showing me touchdown.
1: I don't know. Fucking prime, dude.
0: Yeah, that was Did a great podcast. It was. Thank you. Thank you, guys, for coming. Well, I know we're, we're running it. Um, good luck this week, and we'll see you next time.
2: Yeah, good luck to Thanks you always. guys.
0: Right. Have a good,
2: good night. luck. Night.